Dire Straits on RTHK Radio 3 and the song is The Bug. Time is now 2.36. You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Tuesday afternoon. So let's turn to the final part of today's programme. In the next 10 minutes or so, we're going to hear about the Vestment and Flowers Festival, which will be held at the All Saints Cathedral in Mongkok. And it'll run between Wednesday the 13th of October all the way through to the 17th of October. And to tell us more, I'm really delighted to be joined by the organiser of the event, Bill Robertson. Welcome to the programme, Bill. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you, Noreen. Nice, uh, nice to have you. Yeah, <laughs> lovely to, to see you. And I was going to say, like, Bill is, is no doubt a familiar voice for, for many of our listeners. He's a presenter with Radio 4, and of course, uh, you would have heard him reading the news for us as well. So it's really nice to finally meet you. I think we often maybe pass each other, but Indeed. perhaps never really, really spoken. So it's really yeah. nice. Thank you for being here. Um, so tell us about this Vestment and Flowers Festival. What is it about? Where hmm. did this idea come from? Well, as you probably, as everybody in Hong Kong knows, that the last two years have not been the brightest uh, in our in our history, um, and so we we thought when we were thinking about events to celebrate the the hundred and thirtieth anniversary of having something with some beauty and some brightness, and um, so the the idea emerged of having. A display of the vestments, the, the the clothes that the clergy wear at different uh, services, um, combined with um, uh, flower arrangements to enhance the exhibition. So that's that's really how it came about. We started about six months ago, oh, and uh, we've been a, lot been a small committee, a lot of planning indeed, and uh, not something that you can do as a one-man band. It's uh, there's just so much uh, involved in it. But we're now a week away. And um, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that everything is in place. <laughs> That's so exciting. And it's not easy to plan an event of this scale, especially during the pandemic. We're quite fortunate to sort of be OK here in Hong Kong. Were there sort of any challenges in putting this together? Were you, were you and your team concerned about anything? Well, um, we couldn't hold a meeting, first of all, uh, oh. because we were restricted uh, within, the, within the church building and so on until um, congregational services resumed and uh, and I remember the first meeting we had we were outside <laughs> all separated <laughs> socially distanced yes <laughs> <laughs> but um, gradually things have improved and uh, our last few meetings have been within in a room in the in the cathedral um, we're still masked of course but um, it's been much easier to uh, uh, check the progress, uh, yeah. let's say, during that time. Yeah, you mentioned just now that this is all part of the 130th anniversary of the All Saints Cathedral mm. um, in Mongkok. Um, can you sort of share some interesting history uh, mm. of it with, with our listeners? Well, it, it's only been a cathedral since 2010. Oh. Um, at that point, the, the, the province um, had become uh, an independent province of the Anglican Communion and uh, three dioceses were created. Uh, including Western Kowloon, and each diocese then had to have a cathedral. So we have uh, All Saints uh, in Western Kowloon, we have uh, St John's in, uh, in uh, Hong Kong Central and, and Macau, and we have Holy Trinity in Eastern Kowloon. Uh, but the, the church has been going since 1891, 
and uh, it was one of the one of the early churches in in Hong Kong um, with a with a Chinese congregation. Uh, started in Jordan, uh, and I'm not sure that anybody knows exactly where we started in Jordan because it's so long ago. Um, but uh, we then moved to Temple Street um, to, to near the, the the big tree that I think everybody knows yeah. in, in Temple Street. Um, and from there to a location in Nathan Road. But what an interesting location in Temple Street. <laughs> <laughs> it was known for the temples. Indeed. But, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> interfaith. Yes. yes. Um, and uh, the, the, the location in Nathan Road proved too small because the church was growing. And so finally we moved to, in 1928, to the present site um, in Back Post Street. Oh. Uh, uh, and uh, the growth continues, I'm delighted to see. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about the vestments. It's mm. definitely one of the highlights um, of it. Uh, just now you sort of describe, you've explained a little, what is it exactly? Mm. Can, can you describe it to some of our listeners? Well, the um, the, the, the Anglican Church, like um, the, the Roman Catholic Church and uh, the Orthodox churches, um, have an array of clothing, if you like, for the clergy in different services. Um, normally, on a Sunday, we would only display one set, uh, but this is an opportunity for the congregation to see a much wider range uh, uh, available. Um, the church has been using what we call liturgical colours for a long time. Um, you know, we're, at the moment, we're in what's known as the long green season uh, after Pentecost, um, but we use purple for penitential seasons. Uh, we use white and gold for the celebrations. Um, we use red for martyrs and feasts of the Holy Spirit, and so on. Wow, um, so... I had no idea that it was all sort of colour-coded. Oh, it's very... colour-coded, yes. Yeah, because yes. it's very beautiful and sort of very um, elegant. If you like. Yeah, but, and yeah. I had no idea that the colours represent so many different occasions. That's that's it. Um, I, I think it stems from times when, when people weren't, uh, well educated yeah. and so this was a visual yeah. uh, for them uh, to tell them oh this is this part of the yeah. year and, and so on um, and the flower arrangements um, we were using 14 flower arrangers from the congregation to put this uh, uh, together um, and normally they would only get the chance maybe once every six weeks or so to uh, show their talents but um, they're all working together uh, for for this, and the, the flower arrangements will enhance the colours that are on display. Uh, so we have lots of uh, opportunity to, uh, to to let to them showcase. To, to showcase exactly. Yeah. Um, Who are the flower arrangers then? They're, they're simply members of the congregation. Um, so I've got to say they're, they're, they're all ladies. <laughs> They've got an eye for it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Very talented. Uh, wow. Yeah, um, and the, the obviously getting white and gold uh, as your colour uh, because they were all allocated uh, colours, or they, they could express a, ch a choice. But um, uh, some uh, very um, uh, courageous flower rangers have taken black because black is a colour as well, oh. and uh, I think that's probably. Um, uh, stretching their 
resources a little bit to find to find flower arrangements. I'm looking forward to seeing them very much. Though. And it'll be interesting to sort of see how the flower arrangements matches the vestment because is there yeah. some some sort of uh, religious symbolism or um, you know something to do with the the floral motifs that we often see on the vestments? Yes, the um, I mean the ch the church uses lots of motifs for uh, and and many of these are shown on the vestments that we'll be uh, uh, exhibiting. Um, Alpha and Omega, for example, yeah. IHS, uh, so on. But the flowers also have a significance for uh, certain parts of, of faith. You know, I, different flowers stand for different things. Mm. Um, ivy stands for eternal life, I, I suppose, because it keeps growing. <laughs> Never um, ends. Yeah. But they've all, you know, yes. they, they've all got some significance. And um, this is this is an, an occasion for people to learn about that. We, we will be producing a, a souvenir brochure um, which will be available for donation um, and it, it has something like 70 photographs in it both of the vestments and the flowers uh, so we're hoping that it'll be a kind of resource for people in, in future. Absolutely and, and for them just to, to, to remember and, and learn and, and suppose Hong Kong is a great place to get flowers I once heard because we import a, a lot of the flowers mm. so I'm sure it'll be a really colourful and just a beautiful event like you said earlier just to cheer people up it's been a tough couple of years. Absolutely yeah, yeah. so we're hoping as many people as possible will come along and, and join us. For yes for the festival. Yes, um, and how can people find out more? Um, have you got a website? How can people, uh, well, they, do they just turn up or do they have to sort of uh, no, sign it, up? No, they can, they can just turn up. Um, the, uh, we're open from 10.30 in the morning till 6, although we advise that the last entries are about 4.30. Um, and uh, it'll be the usual reception check with temperature and masks and, and so on. Um, but uh, you can find out more on the All Saints Cathedral uh, web page and also on their Facebook page. Excellent. Well, Bill, thank you so much for, for joining us this afternoon. And I learned so much from you. And for our listeners who'd like to know more and they'd like to go to the festival, the Vestment and Flowers Festival is held at the All Saints Cathedral in Mongkok. And it'll run between Thursday, sorry, Wednesday, the 13th of October, all the way through to the 17th of October. And for more information, you can head over to their Facebook page and their website. Bill Robinson, thank you so much for joining us. And I look forward to hearing more, uh, perhaps next year, maybe another celebration. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Noreen.